and welcome, I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We've got a jam-packed hour talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the bumper guide to what's happening on stage and off. There's our pick of the week, plus be in with a chance of winning show tickets if you can name that show. I wish somebody would. We've, of course, got the quick quiz and Emma joins us in the studio for Out of the Vault. That's all before two here on Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlow. We're right across the Thames Valley and this is River Radio. Yeah, woo woo! I I was a bit early there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You peaked a bit soon. Yeah. Thank you very much for my coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand why you're thanking me today well, I, after 73... <laughs> 77 on, 77 I think, yeah. shows and I've always bought you a coffee. Well, it's because normally when I get a coffee, it's sort of, um, there's an order check. You check whether or not I want coffee, uh, yes. a mocha, a latte, a but tea. But I know that you made yourself a tea this morning. Ah. So I'm thinking, ah, oh, you might want your decaf yeah, latte. Thanks very much. So 77 shows times four... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going into the details. <laughs> So Emma's here with us. Hello. Hello. So the continuing our season of guests coming into the studio from the Jam Academy. It's nice to have you here because later on you're going to have something out of the vault. Yes, I am. It's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Emma, you're an acting student. Yes. Yeah. Um, how have you um, decided that's what you want to do with your life? Yeah, where's this dream come from? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Um, I don't know. I mean, I did the like thing where all kids do, where you have like 50 different ideas every week about sure. what you want to do. <laughs> um, I don't know. I joined Jam. My whole life changed. Um, <laughs> little subtle plug there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely... I don't know, it was just always something I loved. I loved performing. I mean, I was always kind of a shy kid to begin with. Um, But I don't know, like, getting on a stage... um, doing like monologues, singing. I don't know. I just found it really fun. I think there's a misconception that you need to be an extrovert and yeah, outrageous completely. and full of life to be an actor, whereas <laughs> no. some of the best actors are the opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did. I just shot myself in the foot there, didn't I? <laughs> Besides no, yeah. Ruddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I remember one of the best actors at drama school was incredibly introverted and yeah. hated even being praised. Yeah. For like, so yeah. you couldn't really say well done. He just didn't know where to put that. It's like, don't, can't, can't No, exactly. It. I like Mark Rylance, one of my favourite actors you know just on the sofa being interviewed is, is not much joy yeah. at all you know yeah, I, saw him, uh, I saw him at a film premiere don't worry about uh, it and he came ooh. I mean I was just in the audience but he came out onto the stage last didn't say anything because yeah. quite clearly they were like he is not going to be up for this we'll no. bring him out and he can just do a little wave and everyone can cheer yeah. but that's the extent that's of it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly right. let's name that show part one let's do it. Da, 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 ba, ba. name that show Oh, you put a little fade in there, did you? I'm getting better. Hello. <laughs> Someone's got a new computer program. Um, is that loud enough? Was that loud enough? It felt really quite a quiet little uh, clip then. Oh, did it? Yeah. Do, you want that, do you want me to boost that for I you? I think so, because see whether there's everybody should do. be grooving and, you know, being sort of interrupted in their day while they're listening to this and just what, go, just, oh, hello, what's that? A little bit of a hip bob going yeah. whilst chopping the carrots. Okay, here you go. <laughs> 
Again, a bit louder for you. Fabulous. Now, that is Name That Show. Now, what happens in this hour, Emma, you probably know this, what happens in this hour is you get three different little clips from the same song. But you've got to tell us if you know what show that comes from. Now, this is quite a universal song, but do you know what show it came from? That's the problem I'd have. Yeah. I recognise the song. It's uh-huh. news to me that it's in a show. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, and there are three little clips. They're all different. Now, if you can guess the show um, from the first clip, you get three stars if you guess it from the second you get two and you guess it from the third one you get one and whoever has the most stars of buy i reckon i'm going to make the decision around november okay okay so that i can give out the free tickets to the winner yeah good idea um you know for christmas or whatever yeah i think that'd be really good they get to, uh, you know a couple of free tickets to a west end show if you are the person with the most stars now you've got to email joe jo at river.radio and tell me what you think the show is can we have it one more time ready of course <laughs> I think anybody who doesn't bop to that needs their it, Well, it's quite hard checked. not to keep singing. It's quite hard not to carry on and sing the next oh, line, it's isn't great, it? isn't it? I'm loving our new one o'clock slot, by the way. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, you're awake, which I is, am. Yeah, which a is miracle. excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it feels just sort of quite sunny. Oh, it feels a little so bit... so nice. The chances of performers being awake is significantly higher. That's very, very true. Um, After, yeah. They've done shows in the night, you it's know? It's like we're doing a bit of a matinee, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I quite like I mean, it. I've never really understood matinees. Shows happen in the evenings. What, what's all this after? afternoon business but it's quite fun doing a radio show in the afternoon yeah but some young kids can't you know if they aren't at school yet they might want to go and see matinee or i don't mind older... kids shows happening in the afternoon yeah. i don't want to go and do a show in the okay afternoon. but i'm approaching you know an age where oh yeah um i will get a discount and oh. i might want to go to a matinee rather than and you can stay take, up late <laughs> and you can take the free bus there <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm pleased to say I'm still here. Only just. I've not been attacked. <laughs> Only just. So this is lifting the curtain where oh. we give a little roundup of what's going on locally, nationally and digitally. I love peeking at all the little gossip and all the little, you know, bits and pieces that's happening. There's, and there's quite a lot. A lot. There's there quite a lot. lot. And what the first thing with? that I'm excited about is that the New York Post reported last week that Phantom of the Opera is closing on Broadway. I know. After 35 years. Flip and egg, that's Which a lot. is ridiculous. Congratulations, guys. And when they announced it was closing by eight o'clock that evening they'd taken two million pounds and two million dollars sorry in ticket sales just that night yeah because what well, it's closing oh, but bye 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 if i could just have a teeny bit of that yeah just a slice off the top yeah speaking of um, taking a slice off the top cameron mcintosh uh, was spoken to by the new york post who said right. the tills are alive with the sound of the music of the night Oh, it, a little bit, a little bit too much. Please, One of those man. would have been yeah. quite nice. That's just <laughs> a bit awful. disgusting, a bit vulgar, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, he's obviously very pleased with himself, sitting there giggling in his office chair. <laughs> oh, Probably- you know what? I tell you what, Cameron, and anybody else involved with that amount of money, could you please just give a little percentage to drama schools? Okay, especially the like the ones like Jam, or there's a, there's quite a lot in this area as well in, um, in the, the Thames Valley. Valley yeah. Exactly. You know, we're investing in the next few generations that are going to be doing these shows. Praxis, where we've had Rob yes, come in before exactly. to talk there's, to us. There's absolutely loads. You know, you can go for the big ones if you want, but just do the ones earlier than that. Not just the university age ones. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be really great if they do around the sixth form age, invest some money because we are the ones that are trying to make theatre keep going. And I remember when we were doing the Lazy Elf at um, the Arts Theatre in uh, 
London, which yeah, is I thought you were going to say the year. God, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I, like where, I saw that. We, yeah, Did you? That's yeah. where oh. I, I met just a little while ago. Um, and Simon Callow was ah, on yes. the... Ah, uh, barrel-chested. Yeah, very good. And he was on in the evenings. We were on during the daytime. And he, you know, thanked us for investing in the future of theatre because, you know, that's what we were doing. Yeah. I didn't... I know I love what I do, but it's a lovely thought to have somebody else... Say that. Recognise it, yeah. yeah. Giving you their objective eye on it. Um, I don't run a theatre arts or performing Do school, but I would be up for some of that dosh oh. if there's just a bit going around. Right. Well, think of it as sort of sponsoring a performer through a difficult patch in their career. <laughs> now, There's too many of them. Speaking of finding new talent, though, yeah. uh, did you hear that ITV have leaked that oh, they're going to be bringing back the live telly talent mm-hmm. show search, yep. which began yeah. on the BBC with Graham Norton and Andrew Lloyd Webber years yep. ago. This time, Mamma Mia is by the sounds of it, what they're going to do. It looks like there'll be eight parts coming next year. That's I at least the rumour. that they've... I could play the part that Julie Waters did. <laughs> what do you okay. think? Yeah, yeah, shall we go for it? I'm rattling fast into dad age. Yes. Um, which is one of the three dads I reckon I could do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I could do the silly woman. Yeah. 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 She's got a very... You said fun... yeah really quickly. <laughs> that was Emma. <laughs> don't, don't look at me. <laughs> You've got a very funny pratfall onto the bed at one point. I can do that. Yeah, perfect. I just have to just get up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're ready to go. I <laughs> know, oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that is fun. So, so exciting. Other, other news. Can other I just news? say something I was really, really thrilled about? Um, uh, the, the talent that you have to be when you are a performer. Okay, Hello. so like our guys, when we're training, we make sure they, they can play an instrument. Even if they want to be an actor, they've got to be able to sing and dance, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well, in the Osmonds that are on tour at the moment, and they're coming to the Wickham Swan in October, I'll come back to that. Uh, we've spoken to Stephanie Jade, who's one of the um, actors in it as well. We've interviewed her in the past. Well, the drummer, Alex Cardell, no, not the drummer, the actor, Alex Cardell, who plays... Um, oh, what's the guy's name? No, I've lost it. Uh, <laughs> Buffering. This is like, you know, when a website's stalling, Emma, and you just yeah. watch it going around. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to <laughs> the life inside somebody's mind who's just trying to clutch at that name. It's a little bit like, you know, when you watch a film, you go, what have I what seen that? her yeah, in? Yeah. It's because, okay, now I have it, okay, it's Great. because they're all A's, and I'm like going, which one is it? Oh, uh, okay. yeah, classic. So, Alex Cardell plays Alan Os... Uh, Alan, see, there it is again. Alan, <laughs> Get the defibrillator. Guys, this is going to be worth it. Okay, just hang on with us. Alex Cardell, who is one of the actors, and he plays Andy Williams. Okay, okay always watch the girls. And it's the first cover... Alan Osmond. You can see why I'm having trouble okay, here. Right? Yeah. Okay, so three A's already. Um, had to step in and not be on stage, yeah. and he went into the orchestra pit and played the drums for the show. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's with, impressive. With, that's very yeah. impressive. Isn't it? Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is why you've got to be multi-talented. You yeah. know, you just don't know when something's going to happen. So Alex Cardle, well done for stepping in as the drummer, um, even though you play two other roles on stage. <laughs> yeah. uh, and congratulations on that. And he's, he's, you know, played drums before. Obviously, it wasn't new to him, thank the Lord. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> just like, I'll volunteer. I'll give it a go. <laughs> I've always dreamt of, uh, you know that moment in films where, is there a doctor on the plane? I mean, I, I hope it stays in films because I think I'd probably have a heart attack if I heard that on a plane. Um, in fact, I think I've seen somebody take a little bit ill and a nurse attend to them, but not like they're dying. Yeah. But somebody, when, is there a doctor in the house? I've always fancied, is there an actor in the house? I mean, it nice. happened a few years ago in Into the Woods. 
in Manchester when uh, I think Gillian went off and they ended up having to get a new witch. Okay. And, and a girl turned up at stage door and went, I, um, I've just done it at drama school. They're like, in you come. Yeah. But I've always dreamt of, you know, middle of an RSC show and they go, oh no, someone's a bit unwell. The show's going to have to be cancelled. <laughs> and then a spotlight looms right on me and put my you. hand up. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, my skill set seems to be less transferable. That is kind of life. why they have covers and swings and all, all right. Well, maybe not the RSC then. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe the maybe the Reading Rep. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Speaking of actors playing instruments, do yeah. you see the Watermill has got Othello, and they're doing it in a new adaptation with live music. So the classically, Fabulous. the Watermill often has actor musos, yeah. um, and that's opened. It's open last week, the sixteenth of September. It's on till the fifteenth of October. So get it whilst it's hot. Um, obviously, the plot is Othello, who's an ambitious and respected military man, is deployed to lead his unit against an impending invasion, and then Cassio gets promoted over Yargo, and Yargo's jealousy. Nights and that snowballs a whole series of events that change everything for Othello and his new wife Desdemona. So if you've never seen Othello, go and see it with music. It looks like a quite vibrant modern take on it. Um, and that is on for the next month at the Watermill. Fabulous. Mm. Now, did you hear that British actor Jonathan Bailey oh, yeah. has been cast as Fiero in Wicked? No, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, and everybody gosh. is very excited. I Are keep they? seeing his Not face surprised. everywhere on the socials. Good looking man. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's exciting. So I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes. Carrie Hope Fletcher and Jamie Moscato are back together. They were in Heathers together and they're back together for Once the Musical Concert. I love that show. Do you like Once? I don't know it. Okay. Emma? I know of it. Okay. It starts with an Irish band playing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a musician from Ireland, yeah. yeah. Um, it's lovely. Uh, there's a famous song called Falling Slowly from it. Um, I can't remember the word. <laughs> you hum it, I'll play it. Okay, that's it. Anyway, that's on March the 12th at the London Palladium next year, but I know that's going to get very, very popular. Um, Miss Saigon's going to be reimagined. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. A, I know, Christopher Sheffield uh, for July 2023. I love when people really turn things on their head. Do yeah. you think it's going to have a whopping big helicopter in it? Um, isn't that part of the plot? I've never seen it, but I imagine if it's a but- Madam Butterfly, the butterfly's a helicopter, no? I presume it needs a helicopter. I don't know. This is the thing. It's reimagined. Yeah. So I'm it could excited. be anything. It's the first off, uh, so first revival outside the West End, not to just be a restaging yes. of the Cameron Macintosh one, right, isn't yeah. it? Which is fun. Which is really um, good, yeah. Yeah, Bubel in Schoenberg. So if you like Les Mis, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's their other one, isn't it? Um, and it's set during the Vietnam War. Uh, Robert Hastie's directing and Anthony Lau. Uh, the former is the artistic director of Sheffield and the latter right. is the associate director, I think, of... Um, there's this big scheme that does a regional young theatre director. It sort of promotes and helps yep. build the career of um, uh, young directors. So, yeah, they're co-directing it in Sheffield next year. So that is exciting. That is very exciting. Um, coming up with Christmas, uh, what's the most famous Christmas film that you see? Emma, what do you see every Christmas? Like, what do you look forward to seeing film-wise? Oh. What's a classic for you? I really like The Grinch. Yeah. Oh, I, nice. I don't know why. It's just... Okay. Home Alone's mine, I think. All right. I mean, I do enjoy Die Hard. Okay. But, oh, I, I know. but, but for me, I know controversial, not a classic Christmas film. I uh, watch that anytime. Yeah. I know it's Christmas. Uh, it's well, Christmas. Elf. <laughs> Elf. Elf is a classic. I think it is. It's, a, it it's is. got to have every year, right? Well, local celebrity in the Thames Valley, Tom Chambers, has just been announced oh, yeah. as playing Walter Hobbs. <laughs> In Lovely. the West End version, uh, the Dominion, uh, Simon Lipkins, you know Simon, mm-hmm. um, plays Buddy. 
And uh, yes, yeah, so that's going to be at um, the Dominion from the 14th of November to the 7th of January. So anybody local who knows Tom or wants to go support him, go and see it. But, you know, that that's a great role. Now, I mentioned the RSC earlier. You did. They've got some big news. Go on. They've got new artists. You're doing something? No, (laughs) that would be big news. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking up a new role. Uh, No, they've got a new artistic director. And actually, it's buy one, get one free. They've got two new artistic directors. I did wonder what was going to happen. Tamara Harvey and Daniel Evans put in a joint application and have succeeded. So we've got. I mean, Daniel Evans is incredible. Chichester Festival Theatre artistic director. Tamara Harvey, I've not seen her work, but people speak of her very highly. She's from Theatre. To Cluid, and they've come together. The RSC in the 70s, 80s had Terry Hans and Trevor Nunn as joint artistic yep. directors, and before it was the RSC, the Memorial Theatre in the 50s had joint artistic directors. So it's not unheard of. And mm. um, actually, the other lovely thing here is that um, that Daniel certainly, I can't speak for Tamara has been an actor. So the other thing that they were looking at is, wouldn't it be lo- nice, just like the Globe's got Michelle Terry, to have mm-hmm. somebody who's got experience of performing, because the where artistic directors began their um, sort of history used to be that they were actor-performers who became directors. So yep. it's lovely to bring that in. It'll be really nice to see awesome idea. what they do with Repertory Theatre in Stratford. So that's their big news. Fantastic. And in terms of shows at the RSC... They've got All's Well at the moment, which ends on the 8th of October. It's Gregory Doran's Swan Song. And in a lovely way, he's the outgoing artistic director. Mm. In a lovely way, it completes his 10-year mission to do the whole canon. Okay. So it's really, it feels a really nice bookend to that yeah. mission. Um, and it's directed by Blanche McIntyre with him. So it's the two of... Uh, oh, no, hang on. I think... Is Greg Doran directed it with Blanche McIntyre? No, I think it was his artistic director vision to have the whole season, but Blanche has directed this. Um, now, it says it's exploring the modern resonance of All's Well... So if you're somebody who likes your theatre with roughs, if you like your Shakespeare done in um, 18th century costume, which, by the way, is often what people call traditional, even though it's 200 years after when they were written... Helena um, is convinced that she and wealthy Bertram are hashtag couple goals, is what it says on the flyer. So okay. if you're somebody who doesn't know what a hashtag is and you're not up for a neon rave or red <laughs> references to Bridgerton, maybe give it a miss. Yeah. But if actually you like your Shakespeare a little bit spicy, um, then get down to the RSC in Stratford for all's well. Fantastic. Now, before we do a song, mm-hmm. uh, I've got great news. I, you might have heard this, but Dame Judi Dench and Giles Brandreth are doing a couple of nights uh, three performances actually at the Google Theatre in November and December so he's interviewing her right which is wonderful it's like a little cosy West End uh, yeah, kind of yeah. date between the two of them and the first half they're exploring uh, Judy's life and her career and then the second half this sounds really fun they've got this imaginary guest thing going on so it's like they're in a Christmas party with imaginary guests including like William Shakespeare and oh, all that sort of stuff yeah so it could be really really good fun does the imaginary guest come on stage and they ask some questions I do they dress them up I don't know are they an invisible ghost and there's even a song or two so who knows who knows it's called I Remember It Well um, yeah. and as ah, I yes. said <laughs> I Remember It Well uh, it goes on sale tomorrow okay okay so tickets on sale tomorrow Judy Dent's um, interviewed with Giles uh Brandreth, uh, November 27th, 4th of December and 18th of December. That's it. They're the only three dates. Three dates. Yeah. So that's a lovely Christmas present as well, I think. Mm, how nice. So, right. so let's play some. Let's listen to some music. We mentioned Sheridan Smith last week. Here she is. Okay, look. Suppose all you ever had for breakfast was onion rolls, okay? And then one day, in walks a bagel. You'd be like, oh, what the hell is that, you know? Until you tried it. And that's my problem. I'm a bagel on a plate of onion rolls. <laughs> You're something different, all right. 
I got 36 expressions. Sweet as pie? The toughest leather. And that's six expressions more than all them Barrymore's put together. Instead of just kicking me, why won't they give me a lift? It must be a plot, because they're scared that I got such a gift. Well, I'm miffed. Cause I'm the greatest star. I am by far. But no one knows it. Wait, they're gonna hear a voice. A silver flute. Oh, 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 oh. they'll cheer each toot. Yeah, she's terrific. When I expose it. Now, can't you see to look at me that I'm a natural Camille? As Camille, I just feel. So much to offer. Kid, I know I'd be divine because I'm a natural coffer. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got it. Not a lump. I'm a great big clump of talent. Laugh. They'll bend in half. Ever hit the story about the traveling salesman? A thousand jokes. Stick around for all the jokes. A thousand faces. I reiterate, when you're gifted, then you're gifted. These are facts. I got no axe to grind. Hey, what are they blind? the world so far I'm the greatest star who is the pep with possess who is all ginger and jazz who is as glamorous as who's an American beauty rose with an American beauty nose and ten American beauty toes I on the target and wham one shot Hey, Mr. Seatbelt, here I am. I'm the greatest star, I am by far, but no one knows it. That's why I was born. I'll blow my horn till someone blows it. I light up like a light, right up like a light. My drama. Have you guessed yet? Who's the best yet? If you ain't, I'll tell you one more time. You bet your last time in all of the world so far. I'm the greatest, greatest star. Oh. That's a fun She's one. Fab. Yeah. She is great. Now you recognised some of that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah. I like the um, that bit from another song. Don't run in my Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks very <laughs> <Same> much. <show>. <laughs> You're <laughs> listening to River Radio online at River Radio on Apple, Android, and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify, and we're broadcasting live to you here in the studio in Marlow, in the heart of the Thames Valley, on DAB. We've got Emma with us in the studio. Hey, Emma. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be telling us uh, her show from the 
vault later on. But yeah. before that, we're in the middle of lifting the curtain, and we've got a few more bits and bobs as Jo it's, fans herself. It's quite warm in here, buddy. Warm. Well, when I came, you won't in let it, me have the aircon on. That's <laughs> because you had the aircon on at about ten degrees. And um, I've got two more things to Go mention. Um, firstly, Blues for an Alabama Sky has opened at the National this week. Yeah. Um, to realise our dreams, we must wake up. Is its strapline set in New York in the thirties, and after a decade of creative explosion, the Harlem Renaissance is starting to feel the bite of the Great Depression. Angel and her friends battle to keep their artistic dreams alive in the face of depression. Sound familiar? Uh, (laughs) Lynette Linton directs Samira Wiley from The Handmaid's Tale, who makes a UK stage debut alongside a cast that includes Giles Torreira, um, our original Aaron Burr in Hamilton. So that looks a great cast. The posters look amazing. I don't think the press has been in yet to uh, give their verdict and pronounce on it, but that's Mm -hmm. Blues from Alabama Sky at the National Now. And the other thing I wanted to mention, you uh, gave us some casting news earlier. Yes. Laura Whitmore. Yes. Fresh from hosting Love Island. Something (laughs) called Love Island. Emma, do you watch Love Island? Yeah. <laughs> Emma, uh, so disappointed. She's made her West End debut in the new cast of 222, A I Ghost Story, which is and? just... Um, I don't know, but she's there as Jenny with Matt Willis from Busted. Yes, I know. Uh, but it's OK, Tamsin Carroll from Australia, your fellow countrywoman, um, she's good. I saw her as Mariah in Melbourne in... Um, Twelfth Night years yeah. ago, and she's okay. got, she's got funny bones. She's got she's a the, serious. The bro. thing is, you know, I, I I don't know Laura, and and I've not seen Matt. Um, actually, no, I have seen Matt perform. He was a Fiero at one point in Wicked. So these people often train in everything, yeah, um, and then take the the work sure. where it is. So sure. let's hope that's yeah, yeah. the situation. Well, they've they've obviously been through an audition process. Yeah. It's just to what extent that audition process is. How many followers have you got on TikTok? But yes. let's <laughs> hope that that's going to be very exciting. Remember, it used to be how many followers you have on Twitter. Yeah. And now would you like some local give us roundup it. okay so tonight at the Wickham Swan is Ricky Gervais if you want to grab those last tickets uh, he's testing out his show so nice. um, yeah Wickham Swan tonight and I mentioned as well that the Osmonds is coming to the Wickham Swan the musical uh, from the 11th to the 15th of October really highly recommend that at the new Victoria Theatre in Woking Jersey Boys opens on the 27th next week um, and is there till the 8th of October and if you don't know what Jersey Boys is about. It's Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Now, at South Hill Park and Bracknell, it's a lovely venue. Mm. I recently uh, visited. Oh, did you? I've never been. It's really gorgeous. Really gorgeous. Is it a little studio? It's a whopping big old manor house, in oh. a way, that the owner apparently left to the community oh, nice. rather than it being uh, like a private sale sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. it has several studios. It's got a proper theatre called the Wild Theatre in mm. there. Um, really lovely. Um, anyway, at the, uh, it opened last night. They've got Hay Fever there. And that's with the Studio Theatre Company is uh, putting that on. So Hay Fever at the Wild Theatre in uh, Bracknell at Southall Park. Um that's basically each of the four members of the Bliss family has invited a guest to stay at mm-hmm. the family estate for the weekend. And it sets the stage for a series of raucous misunderstandings, just proving that there is no such thing as a normal family. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and it's, set, it's set in um, this section of the world. I think it's set in Henley okay. on the river. Oh, interesting. So really, really close. Uh, so that's on uh, tonight and it finishes on the 24th. So that's in Saturday. <laughs> two days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Windsor. Oh, no, that's going to be my pick of the week. I'm going to ignore that one. Uh, <laughs> Kenton Theatre, a little bit forward uh, down the road, uh, 12th to the 15th of October. They have um, 
Reading Operatic Society uh, performance of Pippin, the musical, um, the fabulous music from Stephen Schwartz there. And Pippin is being played by award-winning Thomas Marshall. Uh, so that's a good one, 12th to 15th of October in Henley at the Kenton Theatre. Um, another fabulous show, and I'm going to be hoping to interview this gorgeous woman, talented woman, at Norden Farm, Reasons You Should, in brackets, and. Love me. Okay. <laughs> it's a hilarious show about Juno, uh, who was born with spina bifida and now clumsily navigating the world in her 20s and what an average 20 year old should be getting from life. And so oh. that's really interesting. And now that's written and performed by Amy Trigg, and she was the winner of the Women's Prize for Playwriting 2020. Oh, wow. So I hopefully will have an interview with her next Fingers week crossed. because she's doing quite, this tour is quite. Big. It's at Norton Farm at the moment. It's going to be at Southall Park on the 5th of October, at Kiln Theatre in London for like three weeks in November. So it'd be really interesting to hear how she came about yeah. that show as well, which would be great. Yeah. I've got one other local thing, which is localish. Richmond have got Noughts and Crosses coming later this week or next week. Yep. Tuesday the 27th, that opens to the Saturday the 1st. And um, that's Noughts and Crosses adapted by Sabrina Mafuz from the best selling Mallory Blackman novel. So that's what's Ooh. on in Richmond. And digitally, I've got one thing I noticed. You mentioned Heather's earlier. Yeah. Well, they've filmed it. Uh, it's been released on something called Roku. I've never heard of it, no. but um, it sometimes pops up on Now TV and Sky. So if you've got any of those, if you're lucky enough to have access to any of those, or you've got, I don't know, your aunt's codes to get in. Heather's, this is a recording from The Other Palace from yes. May 2022. It's out in North America. I think from what I can see looking on Roku's website that it's now in the UK too. So Great. if you've got access to that, have a little look. Did you say it was Broadway's version? No, it's no, recorded. It's no, one. The Other Palace here. Oh. Um, it's, it's, I think... I don't know why it's launched in America first, but it's um, quite nice that it's the British cast because obviously it was originally a film. It started out yes. over there. It's been heavily reworked over here. Mm-hmm. Um, this, it's been glamorously called the, the st- um, recording of The Revival. I found The Revival an interesting word after they've done a tour and a run in the space of about five minutes and then done another run. So, I mean, it's just the same Who show. Knows? But yeah. that's out now on something called Roku. And you've got our pick of the week in uh-huh. Windsor, apparently. <laughs> So, um, tonight, drum roll, can I, is it, can I have a drum roll? Uh, I can do, I can hammer on the desk for you. Oh, you look you had, really disappointed. I do, I thought you had one for like one of the... What, for the what, end? Yeah. All right, you can have the drum roll from the end. Thank you. Tonight opens, <laughs> thanks, Ronnie, uh, at Windsor Theatre Royal is the Chalk Garden. Now, oh. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I no, haven't heard of it. Not, I've heard of the Caucasian Chalk Circle. I know. But, but this is uh, a play written by Enid Bagnold, and it has the most amazing cast. Edward Fox, Dame Sean Phillips, Jenny Seagrove, John Williams and Finty Williams. Right? So I'm going to tell you about it. This sounds like a radio play again. No. Really? No, it's not. It's not really a play. Um, So Sean Mathias uh, directs a glittering cast, as I've just mentioned. The Chalk Garden is sure to please both audiences of hugely famous film, which I didn't know, and those new to the charms of this delightful story. So look up the film for me, Roddy. Okay. So following a string of failed candidates, Miss Madrigal, played by Jenny Seagrave, is, despite her mysterious background, appointed as the new governess um, and a somewhat difficult teenage girl. And set, it's a bit like um, Sound of Music, setting about her task with vigour, um, she's determined to do whatever it takes to straighten out this troubled young uh, person before she becomes totally unmanageable. However, uh, the wealthy and eccentric ex-society grandmother, played by Dame Sean Phillips, 
Having decided that her granddaughter needs a firmer hand to guide her into adulthood, it's soon pulled away from tending her precious garden when it appears that she's invited a murderess into her house. I haven't got one of those for you. You can just hum that. 1964 (laughs) British-American film directed by Ronald Neem. Starred Deborah Carr and Hayley Mills. There we go. So there you go. uh, Yes, and I take it all back. It's the second Windsor summer season, they're calling it. So after last year's Ian McKellen season, they've got this one and with high comedy. Now, you mentioned John Williams, which made my brain do a little hot skip and a jump because that's the composer. It's John Partridge, um, who I know off off EastEnders, but obviously he's now a legit... Um, stage star as well but yeah great thank you but it looks looks really interesting and opens tonight and is on till the 1st of October so that's going to be I just like finding new stuff you know to go and enjoy particularly when it's on our doorstep absolutely thanks very much down the road There's some mum dancing happening in the studio. <laughs> mum dancing? Thanks. Just vibing out over there. And I just stopped the dancing, all right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys, sorry. Outrageous, oh. throw her under the bus. This is Name That Show. So this is the second clip. Uh, we did one earlier. If you missed that one, you might probably get it from this one. We have three clips, and if you can tell us what show that tiny bit of uh, music comes from, that gives you a chance to win some tickets to West End Show. Uh, if you get it on the second go, you get two stars. There's one more clip coming up. Uh, you get one star if you can guess it from that one. But you need to email... Email in Joe, J-O, at river.radio and tell us what show you think there is to be in the running. Time for the quiz. It is. So uh, should Emma and I play against each other or are they fiendishly difficult? You might need to play together on this one. Okay. Okay. Pull our resources. Now this is our 77th show, Mm really, isn't it? Okay. So that's 77 weeks of trying to think of questions for you. Brain busting knowledge, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. I mean, we've had a couple of repeats that I've let slide by. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Rude. Okay. Fine. All right. I'm going to make it really hard next week. (laughs) All right. So um, I'm sort of, uh, this is based on your suggestion from last week that the audience didn't hear, but, you know, you told me to, so I've done it. Right. So here we go. (laughs) So I've only got myself to blame. (laughs) Absolutely. So I have five shows that are on currently. Okay. Okay. In the West End. And you need to tell me which theatre they are in. Al, if you're listening, email Roddy, <laughs> R-O-W-D-Y, no. at river.radio. Al is an encyclopedia of West End Theatre. He can oh. tell you where any of these are. Really? I might just text I him. Okay, know. just list them and I'll text him. Okay, so question number one. But you can confer when you have your thinking music, all right? Okay. So show number one is Cages. Oh. All right, which theatre is Cages currently okay. in? does it help Emma that I've never heard of it? No, because... Oh, look, Emma's taking this very seriously. She's She's writing it down. She's writing it down. I've got a good teammate here. I'm writing the numbers. I've written down any answers. (laughs) Do you know where Cage is on, by any chance? I don't know what it is. Okay, good. Normally. Okay, so we're going to come back to that that whole concept of what what is Cage's, Mm -hmm. maybe next week, because it looks really interesting. Uh, Show number two is Marvellous. 
Oh, this is a You thought it was just going to be here. Wicked and Book of Mormon, didn't you? Yes, no. Oh, yeah, I was hoping. Good job we've got a long mid-quiz track to play yes. just for us to try and Google it. Show number two is yeah. marvellous. Show number three, The Doctor. <laughs> oh, we mentioned it last week. Uh, yes, did we? You did. Oh, yeah, but I didn't. I can't remember what theatre it's in. <laughs> okay, so that's show number three. The four, you might get this one, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Oh, I know that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Famous choreographer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. And show number five, The Woman in Black. Ooh, oh, gosh, I've what's that, that called? It begins with them, I think. Um, so, oh. the Theatre of Drew Lane. Cages, number one. Two, Marvellous. Three, The Doctor. Four, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And five, The Woman in Black. What theatres are they currently in? Can I just say I'm not feeling optimistic. You, Emma? No. I reckon I've got one out of five. I huh? think I owe zero. So <laughs> you can groove along me. to this track then and let's hope it inspires you. <laughs> yeah, please. Come on. Come on, Bay. Queen's in the house. <laughs>
That was one night only. The disco version yeah. from what musical? Dreamgirls. Very good. Well done. Yeah, okay. it says on the screen. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company, Marlow on River Radio. And you can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for Radio R- River. Radio what am I searching Live. for? Hang on, I'm a bit confused. That's so funny. Yeah, River Radio Live. You're lucky we're friends. <laughs> you can tell Alexa play River Radio and live right here, right now on DAB. Every time, ready. Yeah. I'm waiting for them. Right, time's up. Okay, so this quiz all right you had five show titles and mm-hmm. you had to tell me which theaters they were in and we had three minutes to think about it and instead i sat here dancing you did you did and uh well you know that's how serious you take my request so thanks very much <laughs> <laughs> so the first show emma see if you can help us out here um was cages now we're going to talk about the show next week because okay. it's new but any idea it's new what no, kind of thing is it i Musical? Yeah, it's in, yeah. It's a musical. How big a show would you say it is? Small. Quite a small show. Yeah. Is it at the... Uh, and are these West End? Yeah. Mm-ish. But, like, this the, is a little bit off. Cages. Are the Palace? No. I'm going to give it... I'll tell you what it is. It's Riverside Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, <coughs> show number two was Marvellous, which is new again. Yeah, Marvellous. No. Marvellous. What is Marvellous? It's a show. Thanks. Oh, Any details? Thanks. You don't know. Great. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will tell you next week. It's at the Soho Palace. Soho Place, not Palace. Oh, Soho at Place. Soho Place. Yeah. What, that brilliantly named theatre? Yeah, okay, right. We don't have to go at places. They're all just trying to make it's a living. It's called At Soho Place. Yeah. Stupid name for theatre. Okay, all right, everybody. You got it wrong, people. Beautiful theatre. It is gorgeous, isn't it? Uh, show number three was The Doctor. What's that? Yeah. Duke of York's. Uh, <coughs> Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Now, you said you knew this one. Oh, yeah, it's Gillian Lynn. It is. Gillian Did Lynn you know that? No. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Do you know who Gillian Lynn is? <laughs> right, we'll have a word later, Emma. He's nodding frantically. Lucky you are an actor, no, not a dancer. Otherwise, no you'd leading, be shot. <laughs> no leading the witness. And finally, the woman in black. Fortune. That's correct. It is the fortune thing. We got two out of five. Okay, well, not a brilliant showing, but we gave it a go. But that was a bit of a hard one, anyway. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, we tried. We really did. Points for trying. Right, we're all going to go in the vault together now. So this way, come in with us. Squeeze into the little airlock. Oh, Oh, it's a bit tight. Oh, it is. I need to go swimming more. And there we go. Okay, Rolodex. Spin the Rolodex. And the letter we're getting is. Oh. 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 Emma, tell us. <laughs> so, this is Our Country's Good ah. by Timberlake Wharton Baker. Very so good. So, that's a play, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's so tell play. us all about it. Um, okay. Oh, I've written so much. <laughs> Go for it. Basically, I did this for A-level drama. Okay. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, a few, yeah, a few years ago. I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it and... I really enjoyed, like, all the context behind it, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of geeking out a little. Go. So um, it was written in 1988, um, and it was basically in response to Margaret Thatcher cutting um, arts funding. <laughs> so I thought, you know... Yes. Let's <laughs> remind the world who screwed yeah, us up, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was adapted from the novel The Playmaker, and it is basically about... Um, the first set of convicts sent over to Australia to start a colony. 
Are you um, trying to tell me that I'm a descendant of convicts? Is that what you're trying to say? Correct. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Potentially. Um, and to Joe's dad, if you're listening, no, we take it back. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> we love you very um, much. But yeah, it's basically about the first colony. Um, and it talks about a lot of different things. It talks about race, status, like views on punishment. Um, but the whole kind of main storyline is focusing on the convicts themselves and the governor of the colony decides that he wants the convicts to put on a play. Okay. Because um, he believes that in more like redemption and rehabilitation rather than just harsh punishment, which was very unusual for the time like that it's set in in the Georgian sure. era. Um, and it's then putting on a play and it's kind of, it is lovely. Like at first all the convicts are very harsh individuals, you know, they're quite violent and like very selfish um and then like by the end of it they're just this one big cast together and they look out for each other um and yeah it's all about like the redemptive power of theater um and i know Wurton baker when she was writing this went to a lot of prisons and watched um shows that prisoners were doing at the time yeah Yeah, and Mm. she would like talk to them and at the beginning of the play the copy i had there were like letters from prisoners to her talking about like what I meant to them to be part of a show. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah. I just thought it's so lovely. Um, yeah, that's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just a really nice... Just that concept is very moving, Yeah, isn't it? it's yeah. just really, really lovely. Um, and there's also um, a character, the Aborigine, who's unnamed, but there's the Aborigine, and it, he kind of is comments on the journey um, from, like, first witnessing the ships coming in um, and talks a lot about like dreams, nightmares, and um, kind of comments on the effects of colonization. Um, and by the end, uh, like the suffering, they have like smallpox and stuff, and mm. kind of the eradication of the Aborigines in oh, Australia. Wow. So, like, it's a play that basically every topic you could think of is in it. Is in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty epic, isn't it? It's yeah. pretty epic. Because it got redone at the National a couple of years ago, and I think oh. that's partly because they're always looking for stuff that is big enough to fill the Olivier. The Olivier is a really mm. difficult space to fill, and it's such a huge story. And it looked incredible, the landscape. Yes. And they had yeah. somebody play, representing the Aborigines walking around the set just mm-hmm. constantly. It was very moving. Wow. Does it get done in Australia much, do you know? I... I've not heard of it, but that means nothing because I've been here for 30 years. So. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, my dad in- will let me know when he texts. It's <laughs> interesting the relationship that modern Australia has with its Aboriginal yeah. um, sort of forefathers because mm. the, they very much take, or certainly the um, left-leaning actor group I was hanging out with, very much felt the guilt of what um, white Australia had done in the past, which is interesting because there's very there's no real connection there with the Brits. And I was sitting there as a Brit, thinking, "Oh, it's not just you. Feel oh. like we're we're very yeah. it's very much on us." This, yeah, yeah. but it's um, that sort of not they don't tackle that bit. But then often before a show, there'll be an acknowledgement. You know, any kind of public officer standing up at an event now, they do thank the um, rightful owners of the land. And there's a, a passage that is in another language that dedicates it. It's very it's taken very seriously in public life in Australia. Oh, yeah, it's been going on for a very long time. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen it ever? 
I haven't. Did you act in it in A-level or did you just um, study it? We did. It was more like studying it, but the way we studied it was getting it up on our feet because right. it was part of the exam where it's like, if you were playing this character in this section, mm. how would you act it? Yeah. Well, so, that's great that you had somebody that did that for you. Yeah. That's not what Shout out does. to Miss JC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on Vicky you. Vicky John-Smith-Clark. And she loves this play as well. Mm. So she was like... Like so her passion, passion yeah. like rubbed up on us. We were like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Cool. And that makes you want to be an yeah, actor. She, yeah. yeah, she is amazing. Um, but yeah. And is she still at your school? Yes. And that was at Wickham? Wickham High. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so nice and local. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great to hear. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing no that with us. Yeah. I didn't know about it. So that's really great. No, oh, nice. You. Now, yeah. off the back of that, we were just talking about the effects of Thatcher on culture in the 80s. Um, do you know, I've got a quiz question for you both. Oh, go on. Do you know who the culture secretary is? Because I didn't. I've had to Google it. No. Because it was Nadine Doris and... Sorry, babes, you had to go out with the uh, out with Johnson. Yeah, uh, it's somebody called Michelle Donnellan. Okay, so there okay. we go, new culture secretary. And you're just sharing that information. Just sharing it, so okay. we know uh, who to blame. She's, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, she's going to re-examine the business case for privatising Channel Four, and I hope that re-examine Ooh. means rip up. Oh, <laughs> oh, just what's happening in this world? I don't know. I really don't. That's all we need, a little bit of that, just to make us groove. Yeah. Just get back in and not worry about what was just said. (laughs) Uh, That's our third little clip for Name That Show. Honestly, you must know what comes after that tiny little clip, and that's the title of the song. But what show does it come from? Play it again, Ray. (laughs) You've even got that little word in there. Oh, I know it it now, yeah. And do you know what show it's from? Or just the song? Don't well, say, don't say. I think, isn't it the same Dup, as, up, What? Is it one word longer than the song title? It is. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Feeling very pleased with myself. There you go. Uh, right, it's Reviews O'Clock. Right, so this is the section called Reviewing the Situation, I'm, and I'm sticking to that story. I love it. I uh, love it. This is the section where we review anything we've seen recently. Yes. So what have you seen? Oh, last weekend I went to Birmingham to see A Colour Purple. You've seen the Colour, Colour Purple. Pur- the Colour Purple. Yeah. I went last night to the Globe Theatre in London to see Henry VIII. Lovely. And what have you seen, Emma? Um, I saw Cabaret for my birthday. Oh. My parents surprised me. Right. Fabulous. Well, here's our so hot a lot take on those shows. To go for. Do you want to go first, Emma? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, what did you think? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's um, it isn't just a show; it's the experience. Yes. Um, so it's you. It's set in the Kit Kat Club. That's right. And <laughs> they've made the theatre into the club, which is like amazing it's like you walk down it's all dark you feel like you're in a nightclub yeah. you know they put a sticker over your phone camera um and you go built, down yeah. yeah and then you go down and you see like there's like a like sheet like over and you can kind of see them like getting ready yep. but obviously they're yeah. ready as performers but you <laughs> see like the, the characters yeah. it's all the pre-theatre experience yeah. um, and then the bar and some of them like dancing on top of the bar and they come round and like you're sat in your seats and they'll come round and just sit down next to you and kind of 
talk to you, flirt a little. Um, <laughs> uh, normally, I'm a great advocate for arriving at the theatre at 7.29, but yes. if you're going to see Cabaret, get there early. Get there early, experience <laughs> and enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah. Who was playing Sally Bowles when you saw it? Was, was it, it Amy Lennox? Because if it was Amy Lennox, I'd be very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Frafi and sure. Amy Lennox are on until the start of October, and then yeah, Callum Scott just... Howes and Madeline Brough take right. over. Yeah. Yeah. So, which means, I mean, it's on, I think, uh, at least to the end of January. So if you've missed it so far, big, big show yeah. in London. I had to give my tickets to uh, Mark and Finn, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I want but... to get some more. Oh, oh I shall. Yeah. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> don't you worry works. about that. Yeah, yeah can't just buy, buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, I, as I said, went to see uh, The Colour Purple up in Birmingham and that's the opening of the UK tour and oh why wow 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 I was just blown away by the beauty of it obviously with the story is very very moving um, the way it's told or the set or the lighting or um, what, what's the beauty the, 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 uh, that's a really good uh, question the beauty is the simplicity possibly okay um because it's a touring set as well, I thought the design was really good and clever because good. it's going to work really well in any venue. Um, but it is simple, but it works beautifully. And it just, I think when sets are too busy, you're looking, you're, you know, you're occupied by looking at all of that. And this story needed to be about the story and the people. Mm. And so therefore, the set and everything, everything that's going around it is simple so that you are just looking at that and it is really beautiful. Uh, the acting is just superb. Um, very, I didn't think I was going to cry, but I did. <laughs> I did, I did get there. Um, there was never, you know how sometimes you're watching shows and there's a little lull mm-hmm. yeah. and then it comes and picks Usually up again. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah, no, there wasn't one. There wasn't one. We were there the whole time, in it, in it, in it. Um, loved it. I <laughs> <In> mean, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see it again um, in October half term, which is going to be, it's going to be in Southampton then. I really do recommend uh, for something like this, you know, this rumours that it's going to be in the West End at some point, but who knows. It is such a profound story of, uh, you know, something turning around – I wouldn't say for good at the end of a horrendous, abusive situation, but it is about perseverance, I suppose, and believing in yourself to the very, very end. And, uh, you know, despite the fact that my daughter happens to be in the show, obviously that was why I went and saw it, I would have gone to see it anyway. Um, she is understudying uh, the first cover of certain things, uh, as well as playing ensemble, and so she's you know, learnt so many different tracks. Yeah. And so in October I get to see her play one of the leads, which is great. Oh, that's um yeah, and there was a an actress playing Sophia who uh, was just she's known as a singer in, in the industry, but oh my goodness, her acting skill was really just shattering actually as to how good it was and how moving it was. Is there much movement? Is oh, it a very dancey show? It's dancey as far as, you know, when the the black church numbers happen yeah, yeah. that's really quite gospely and quite fun then there's scene in africa as well um and that has that sort of uh cultural tribal kind of vibe is going it on. movement rather than dancing uh generally i'm just thinking that some of the best singing acting i've seen yeah. have been in shows with lighter movement requirements yeah. like girl from the north country sure. because it means that you can focus on the, those two elements and, and i would say they've the definitely gone for singer actors yeah, actor great. singers yeah without a doubt nice um but yeah i really highly recommend it's in uh plymouth portsmouth um 
as I said, Southampton. Go and see. If you ever saw the movie with uh, Oprah Winfrey in it mm. uh, and you liked this story, I highly recommend that you go and make the effort to go and see. Is London the closest it the comes The Colour Purple. Um, I think, yeah, Birmingham and Southampton Birmingham are the closest at the yeah. moment. At the moment, yeah. Well, I went to see Henry VIII okay. last night at the Globe. It's on into October, I think, to the 21st of October, so you've got another month. It's really great fun. It feels like it's very much in the spirit of the Emma Rice, former artist okay. and director of the Globe Seasons, before she was hoisted by a whole load of white yeah. men. Um, she, uh, it, the, the show is really vibrant. It's... I don't know if you know Henry VIII as a play. I don't. It's Not a sort known, of Shakespeare yeah. one, but I don't think he wrote much of it. It's principally John Fletcher, I think. Um, but this is in a new version with Hannah Khalil, who's adapted it. And from what I understand, talking to one of the cast members last night, Janet Tatuk, who plays Anne Bullen, um, Anne Boleyn as we know her, uh, that she has largely left the male-speaking roles alone because they were written. But other than... Um, uh, the uh, Catherine of Aragon, who was written, all the other women have been given lines. And so she's borrowed bits of Shakespeare and written new iambic pentameter in there. Okay. So there's wow. bits I spotted from Comedy of Errors, from Much Ado, from The mm. Tempest, from Sonnets, yeah. um, which is quite nice because you go, oh, I know this little bit. And it's not <laughs> yeah. from the play at all. She just mm. sort of borrowed it. But uh, it's really good. I have to say a couple of standouts in it. Baker Mukasa, um, who plays Norfolk and oh, Sands. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I respect people who can be heard and be clear on stage. Yeah. But delivery and he was fabulous yeah. but beyond that I believed every word he said he is a commanding presence on stage no wonder he was nominated for an Ian Charlson for his singer, role in Comedy of Errors last year. oh yeah, really yeah. oh so good um, and also Jimmy Ballard was very good as Cardinal Wolsey it's just such a good show I yeah. really recommend going and um, Debbie Corley who plays a whole load of different characters was fabulous in it including a really um, spine um, tingling moment at the end Adam Gillen plays Henry VIII and gives it a great clowny feel there are moments when i wanted slightly more um connection to what he was saying but i think this has been it's been a long run and they're there for another month what's Janet, brilliant aesthetic? As what's the ah oh, the aesthetic is very modern and okay. so mm. the um english court are wearing uh purple the royal uh, the cardinals are wearing bright red right um it's it's quite but sort of also think satins and shot silks and um uh, and with converse trainers yeah. oh nice oh, and, okay. and suits that have got extra appendages to it so sure. it's fun it's modern it's yeah. great fun yeah. uh, it's a good night at the globe and for five quid to stand what could be wrong wow oh my god right let's finish off name that let's show let's do it name that show so okay so that clip was from Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. And the song is <laughs> Night, Night Fever. Fever. <laughs> I was practically giving it away. <laughs> but it's a great song and it's from the film, obviously, and of course the Saturday Night Fever is a musical as well. Very so let's good. do it. Let's play. We'll play the full track of Night Fever from Saturday Night Fever. But for this week, that's it from Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. That's right, John. It's both next week at 1pm on River Radio for more... From, From the, the stage, stage door. door. Thank you, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Okay.